Welcome to episode 12 of the Small Talk Podcast with the Smallgan Real Estate team. Today we have David Good in studio. Uh, David is a community leader and uh, leads um, uh, meetup groups around the country, around Michigan, and around the world. Uh, welcome to the studio today, David. Yeah, thank you very much. Really uh, grateful you give me this opportunity to tell my story today. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm just interested to learn more about you and uh, the benefit of these meetup groups, but might also add that you have some serious web development skills. Yeah, I've did uh, website development off and on for uh, like 26 or more years. Okay. Uh, got started in 94. I'm not going to tell you how old I am. But, well, uh, we'll do some math but real quick. You can, uh, you can do the math. But uh, yeah, primarily these days I just run uh, meetup events and then I'm just getting back into website development. Cool. So, like, what what's the benefit to you for these meetup groups? Like, what are you well, trying to get out of it? So, uh, I went to some meetups in the late 2000s, and then when I had a bad relapse of depression, I started going to a board game meetup. Um, I, like, didn't have many friends because my friends, like, got married and had kids moving away. Sure. So, I wanted to make more friends, made some friends at a board game meetup, and then 2014 decided to start my own uh, first meetup called West Michigan Geeks. And uh, then 2016 started a second one for introverts and shy people because I was a really shy person, didn't have the ability to have a conversation with someone. Really? Um, yeah. First, first meeting I hosted, um, I, I did it at a Panera Bread by my house where I was living. I, I went there. I had the shakes the whole time. I barely spoke to anybody, but but like seven other people showed up. They had a good time. They're like, when are we going to do this again? So I started doing them every other week and then soon every week and then multiple times per week. And then other people joined the group and they're like, hey, we want to help too. Uh, and they were doing events that I couldn't do and uh, wouldn't ever think of. So we just started doing more and more events, and then we started a group for introverts and shy people, 2016. And uh, in 2019, we actually had four engagements and marriages. Wow. From West Michigan Geeks alone, something I never expected. That's... And people were like, these groups are really helping us. And people were saying like, yeah, these groups are really helping us and stuff. People and... inside the group actually oh, got yeah. married? Yep. Okay. Yeah, four couples met and got married inside the group. Was that the Geeks group? Or the yeah, introverts? that was West Michigan Geeks. Okay, is that still going on, that group? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that okay. one meets every Friday at Cafe Boba. And that's since 2016. Since you've 2014, been West Michigan Geeks, and we've been meeting every Friday at Cafe Boba since 2016. Okay. And is that your longest running uh, meetup group? Yeah, that's the longest running group. Uh, main reason I do these groups, um, well, a little, little bit of a selfish reason, I have uh, treatment-resistant depression. And so if you have depression, you need to do something altruistic in your life to give yourself a purpose. Mm -hmm. And um, so running these meetups and helping other people gives me a purpose. And I thought it was kind of selfish, but someone actually told me, no, by, by helping others, you're, you're helping to heal others and heal yourself. Oh, that's really powerful stuff. I mean, so it's kind of like your medicine, but it's also helping other people at yeah. the same time. Yeah, that's and, true. And uh, totally totally byproduct of that is, you know, marriages and friendships oh, yeah. and all of that. That's, that's super cool. I know you can't like go into it, setting a goal for people to get married, but it's really cool that it's yeah. happening. And then we, I've got all kinds of people that help out locally. Like my friend Duncan does uh, video game events and anime events. And uh, my friend Crystal, um, like before she came to my uh, group, she couldn't even, it took her four months just to come. And she had severe social anxiety, but she, I taught her how to work on it. And she came every week and worked on it. And a year later, she was hosting most of the events in the introverts group. And uh, she moved away a little bit. She's going to come back. We're going to get that group started again. And then on the east side of the state, my friend Mizuho, uh, who came to one of my Zoom meetings, my international Zoom meetings. Um, so 
she was going to hang up when I when I asked where she was from. Uh, she's a Japanese scientist, uh, research scientist at U of M. And uh, so, but she stayed, and after three months, after making no progress on social anxiety her whole life, after three months, she was like, I'd like to start my own group in Ann Arbor. Uh, could I start a group for you in Ann Arbor? And now every week she helps other people with their social anxiety, and every week her social anxiety gets better. Sure, that's really powerful stuff. Yeah. Um, there's actually a saying in real estate, um, your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah. So you having these groups um, to help yourself, you're bringing in other people that maybe have something similar, you know, or yeah. something in common with you. And then they're going to do the same thing. That's, that's powerful stuff to, to be able to um, contribute to people in that way. Um, so that's it's really cool. So um, what's like one of the, like, I guess, off the wall meetup groups that you've run, like what, like maybe is there a type of group that you've done that like people wouldn't think of as a group? Um, not really. Mine are pretty uh, chill. Um, I, I have chronic migraines, so like I can't do too many exciting events. I can't risk getting a migraine triggered. So mine are mostly like meet at a restaurant or meet at a cafe and chill. But when um, I had a friend Mariella, um, and when she was in town, uh. She wasn't a geek at all, but she loved hanging out with us because the second time she came to my group, she met her boyfriend. They were together four years. She she did the, she'd organized this big uh, wine tour event in the summer. Uh, amazing event. I still, I still keep it on, uh, but back then I wasn't well enough to go on it okay. um, and drive. But um, So we go to eight different stops, and uh, I'm one of the designated drivers. We have designated drivers. People ride with us. Uh, eight different stops from Fenville, Saugatuck to Holland, and then we all get dinner in the evening. Yeah, we're, we're at, um, in like Saugatuck and Fenville, are you going? Let's see, so Fenville, there's Fen Valley, I can't remember all the stops right now, but uh, um, we go to Saugatuck, I make sure I go to the uh, Old Fashioned Ice Cream Soda Fountain, that's yeah. my favorite. Okay. And we go to, um, oh, the brewery and the um, Blue Star Highway. Okay. And then, uh, I can't remember all the stops, but there's some stops in the country, and then we end up in Holland, go to some places there, and go to the Holland Peanut Store, and it's a real fun day. Yeah, I think you would really be able to form some real relationships oh, with, yeah. with people, whether it's friends or um, more than that. But it's it's really cool that yeah, you're doing we've, that. We've had people move away. And then before COVID, like they would all come back to Grand Rapids for to like hang out again because they were such good friends that moved away for work and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's awesome. What What is your like goal of doing these meetup groups? Like what are you hoping to get out of it? Well, for yourself? so now I've got the uh, international meetups in um, 22 cities around the world. It started as a way to get people through COVID lockdown because so my groups moved to meet at parks the summer of 2020 once it warmed up. Well, November came and I'm like, well, I'm not going to be able to get through winter when my depression is going to hit me bad not being able to see people. So I bought a Zoom account, started a new meetup group. Uh, we renamed it to International Friend Connection eventually. Yeah. And people started coming from all over the world. And I started opening up groups in more cities and we'd get like 80 people come a night. Um, so I kind of had, no matter how I felt, I had to keep these meetings going on. because people, people are depending people on People were depending on me. And there, a lot of people confided in me like, like, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be here right now because lockdown was so hard if I didn't find these meetings. So I'm like, I got a duty to help other people. So now my, my, my life goal is to help 1 million people within 10 years. Don't know how I'm going to do that, but we'll figure it out. You're making progress. That's, yeah. that's amazing. I think, yeah, COVID for a lot of people, I think probably was hard, right? Like if, I mean, um, if you choose not to go out and uh, be around people, that's one thing. But if you're not yeah. allowed to do it, that's a totally different animal. It's like... And what's interesting, now they're finding that, like, social isolation and loneliness 
is like one of the top societal problems that it's worse than like smoking and cancer. Mm. And as the generations get younger, uh, the more isolated they are. People, have, there's a book by uh, Johan Harry called uh, Lost Connections, says the prevalence of uh, like depression in Western countries uh, coincides with like the more that people are getting away from communities. Because like people uh, back in the old days, they go to church a lot and mm. things like that. And they would have a lot of churches and a lot of community organizations. Now people are like staying home by themselves and they're lonely and they get depressed and they wonder why they're depressed. Well, it's because they don't have uh, real friendships. Yeah, I think that that's, I've heard a lot about that, but you know, back uh, when I was a kid, there wasn't social media and um, to, to find out what your friends were up to, you had to pick yeah. up the phone or uh, go visit them. And now like, I feel like we see a lot of uh, what people are doing on social media and it's like, it's almost enough in some ways like yeah. to not like um, need to call somebody just to see what they're up to because you kind of know, you know, on social media, but it's yeah. a totally different experience. But psychologically, there's that need. Uh, people people uh, uh, basically evolved, if you believe in that, over, uh, over time. And we lived in these uh, groups of like 40 people. And uh, like traditionally, uh, you'd have big families like all, all live together and work together. Mm -hmm. um, and in other countries, you see that, like India and Italy and things like that. Like, families are real close and stuff. But in America, families aren't that close. And then people wonder why people have so much depression and loneliness and things like that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think um, I've been seeing a lot of, a lot of people in real estate now um, able to move out of their normal area because they can either work from home or uh, they commute further and uh, they're living out, you know, kind of by themselves, but I could see that being uh, uh, the long-term effects. Who knows what that's going to be, yeah. right? Like just, you know, the separation. So that's a really interesting, like, take on things. Yeah, and I'm, I'm really grateful to meet up because, like, despite having severe depression, uh, my life's pretty happy. I got a lot of friends that care about me, like my mom. Um, and that that's one of the – sorry, I was talking about my mom passed in uh, March. We lived together all our lives. Oh, man. Uh, so that was sorry real to hard. Hear that. But it's interesting. So – because I, I made so many friends from my meetup groups, I didn't have to spend any time alone at night. Friends would visit me at night after work uh, for six weeks after she died. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So And so so I was like, this is so wonderful. I would not have been able to get through that time without my friends. So I'm like, my goal is like, so everybody has that kind of support network. Be that for Because I, I want everybody to have an awesome life with a lot of friends. That's, that's really cool. And... Um, Something kind of like, so you um, are doing these groups to meet people and spread good around the world. And it's super crazy that your last name happens to be what yeah, you're Yeah, yeah. My last to name to happens people. to be good. So I'm trying to, trying to do good for the world. Uh, hopefully, uh, if I do enough good, maybe someday I'll find a, help find a cure for depression or something like that. But, I, th I think you're making the right moves. But it's, uh, it's not just me. I got to emphasize, like, Lauren's been coming uh, since, like, 2000 and... Uh, 15 and she's running Friday nights now and uh, my friend Stephanie's got a group West Michigan out and about one of those popular groups in town and uh, she got her start doing some events in my group and liked it so much she made her own group that's really cool and then let's see we've got uh, Mike in Kalamazoo doing some things uh, doing some VR events and stuff and like I've got Harmeet in India who runs uh, my group in India and runs events on Saturday and Sunday nights on Zoom we've got uh, a group in Japan uh We've got our New York group where we actually had a meetup a month ago in New York and uh, people flew in from like Japan and Australia. Just had a wonderful time. Met my friend Meredith from Australia. She's an international business consultant. 
We went to uh, Murray Bell Chocolate Shop in New York, had a six-hour conversation. One of the really? most fascinating people I've ever met. So 10 years ago, could you have thought, like, I'm going to have a, a six-hour conversation with a stranger? No, no. I, I wouldn't be able to even barely say hi to a stranger. Yeah. I'd like say hi and run away. Yeah, <laughs> that was me. It's really cool. It's uh, the good, the good uh, that comes out of technology, and sometimes there's not so good things, but I'm glad you're finding a balance yeah. in that. That's really powerful. Have you already, uh, always lived in the Grand Rapids area, or do you, do you live in the Grand Rapids area now? Yeah, I was born in Caledonia on a dairy farm. On a dairy farm? Yeah. Okay. We have uh, this aerial picture of the farm I like showing people. I, it wasn't that great because I had horrible allergies. I couldn't work on the farm, but oh. my brothers worked on the farm from ages eight upward, and they, they, they love farming, man. Like some people like going on vacation, like on a cruise or something. Their vacation is farming. Okay. And uh, so my one brother's a nutritionist for uh, for dairy farms all around the country. They have organic farming operation. My other brother runs a research farm for Michigan State University. I'm real real proud of him. He runs a big research dairy farm. Okay. And um, so that farm is it still in operation? Um, or? It's not still in operation. A lot of the buildings are there. Uh, Little farm, Caledonia. Actually, it was kind of a big farm. They had 1,100 head of cattle at uh, milking cows at one time. But, uh, yeah, that's where I grew up. And then we always drove into Grand Rapids, go to coffee shops for fun and stuff when we were uh, teenagers. Okay. So Caledonia, I would say that's more of a small town. And now yeah. now you live in the Grand Rapids area. You spend a lot yeah. of time in the I'm Grand in, Rapids uh, area. I live in Byron Center now, a uh, real lovely area. And uh, spend a lot of time in Grand Rapids. I don't do too many meetups like around downtown or in East Town because I hate driving there. Okay. But we do like like we'll do like Broadleaf in Kentwood, Cafe Boba by Forty Fourth and Division. Um, other people will other people suggest meetups. I'm always looking for new people to like host events and give yeah. suggestions and things. Yeah, you. So you, would you consider yourself more of a small town kind of guy and just like the draw yeah. of the big city yeah i uh i, I went to went to new york and i'm like oh it'd be awesome to live here but then i got thinking so so if you live in new york you got to like walk to the grocery store through all the snow and sleet and then you got to get your groceries you got to bring them back and walk back to your apartment and and here we just drive up in a heated car to meyer and get our grocery drive back in a heated car and so new york would be pretty, pretty hard in the winter yeah could you ever see yourself living in a place like new york or i don't know you gotta have a lot of money I, I ate dinner with someone who made enough to live uh, live in Times Square. I won't tell you okay. how much the rent is there, but I'm sure it's crazy. But I, uh, it I've is watched, like uh, crazy. Those HGTV things and listen to Ryan Sirhan's book and just the price of a like 600 square foot apartment. Is, oh yeah, is crazy. So. Yeah, Grand Rapids much nicer place to live. We got some of the best medical care too. Uh, wonderful place to live. Yeah. So tell tell me, um, what else do you like about living in Grand Rapids? Like, what what keeps you here well mostly mostly what keeps people uh, in an area is kind of like their friends and family um like i got a lot of friends in this area but uh grand rapids has a lot of uh a lot of cool place kind of grew up yeah i, I wouldn't really like I, I visited all over the country but i wouldn't really see myself living anywhere else but i, I would like to live somewhere else between january and march Oh, just but win. but I think everybody okay. would too. Yeah, no, I mean you gotta t you gotta appreciate in the Michigan area. You gotta appreciate the seasons, right? Oh, I had uh, one the good woman, with the bad. I had one woman come to my meetups who complained about Grand Rapids. She was like, "Yeah, you guys don't get near enough snow." Uh, she was from Russia, mm. so uh, she's like, "I'm rather disappointed. I'm moving up north because they get a lot more snow." Okay. Yeah, that's um. So I'm I'm a hockey fan. We yeah. watch the Griffins. My kids all play hockey and. Um, you're either coming from Canada or you're 
um, coming from like Russia, right? Yeah. Like, so there's, there's so many different, uh, people that come from those areas and it makes sense with the snow. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, what are, what are some of the other reasons that you like Grand Rapids? Well, um, there's a lot of cool places in Grand Rapids. Like, uh, one place I like to do an event at is Paris Cafe in 28th Street or Cafe Paris. Uh, they're a little dessert shop. They're a really good deal. They have really good desserts. Uh, mostly, mostly I like a city for like the little places like Cafe Boba, Cafe Paris. Um, I love uh, Two Scots Barbecue. Oh man, yeah, are they, they, they are the open? best. Uh, I don't know. Um, last time I went there was several months ago. Okay, so I know they they switched from like inside dining to yeah. um, like takeout only, and then I think they're only doing catering now. Which oh wow, I would check that out. Sad. They have the best brisket I've ever had. I love it so the much. Burn ends, yeah, yeah, the burn ends and yeah, the brisket so and their good. beans are good. We actually helped one of the Scots uh, sell sell their home at one point. So oh, that's really yeah, cool. Yeah. So, but then yeah, I I was a fan of theirs long before we were uh, their real estate agents. So. And then there's a little Italian place in Byron Center by 76 and Clyde Park called Tiramisu. Not many people know about it. Um, he's an unassuming guy, but he's got like a restaurant. He he had like uh, he's got like a banquet hall in Detroit, and New York, and Italy. He's got this little restaurant. Um, by 76 in Byron Center because he likes living here. And he'd opened it as a uh, buffet for all the office workers across the street. Okay. But then COVID hit, so he did to-go orders. But, man, his pasta is amazing. My mom and I just loved his pasta. In Byron Center? Yeah, tiramisu in Byron Center. That means something. What does tiramisu mean? It's a cake. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. I I think we've had – I've had that cake before. Yeah. So what would you say to someone uh, thinking about moving to Grand Rapids? Like, how would you describe it? Well, it's kind of a mixture between uh, big city and small town. We've got a lot of options. Um, biggest beer city in the in the country, and then uh, real good for food. We're on like some of the top ten lists for uh, top cities for food options. Okay, I like, didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah, real good Japanese place uh, called Sapporo by uh, over on Twenty Eighth Street towards Cascade. Okay, I love that, and my uh, Japanese friend says it's real good too. So nice. Um, so what what are some other things that you do in your free time? Well, so right now I kind of just do meetups. Um, it's kind of hard. Probably being, don't have a ton of yeah, free time. Yeah, I don't have a ton of free time doing meetups, and then I'm trying to get back into website development. Um, so kind of kind of sad thing. So with the last relapse of depression I had, kind of took away everything I like. Kind of imagine like you love football. One day you wake up, you, you don't like football anymore. Mm. So that's kind of how I feel about a lot of the things. But what keeps me going is the work I can do to help others. So I'm always looking how I can help other people and now i'd like to i'm feeling good enough to where i can get back into web development i can't work at a computer anymore due to a neck injury mm. so working with some doctors to fix that neck injury did tried three physical therapists three chiropractors did physical therapy exercises every day for two years couldn't fix that neck injury and i had the fortune to meet uh dave ramsey in 2016 really? i asked him yeah he, w- he was here and i bought a backstage pass and i'm like like this is a good deal i get to ask one question to dave ramsey and i was like dave I, I lost my software development career because I can't work at a computer anymore. I, I don't know what to do. And he said, well, you got to learn to manage projects and people. And uh, and I went home and I'm like, I can't do that. I don't have the social skills. So now now what I'm doing, I, I've through my, my contacts all over the world, I've found a lot of people that will work for me. I've found UI designers. I've found uh, front-end developers and uh, um, web designers and things like that. And I want to get started doing website projects again. See what I can handle with uh, with a level like because I still get migraines a couple of days a week. Mm-hmm. I can't really work in an office because 
the bad thing is I may call in a couple days a week. Oh, I got a migraine, can't come in that day. Yeah, bosses or if I get don't a, like that. Yeah, they don't like that. Or if I get a whopper of a migraine where I got to stand in the bathroom and lean against the toilet for a few hours until the meds kick in, mm. um, that's not too uh, pleasant either. But So so I want to get going my own and uh, start with real small websites. And I realized I got to learn the marketing stuff because websites is all about marketing now. It's not like it was 10 years ago. It's a, it's a marketing thing, not like a development thing. But. Yeah. You really got to make yourself stand out on these websites. Yeah. And that that's a lot to do with the marketing that you're putting behind yeah, it. Yeah. So I got to learn marketing skills or partner with like some marketing people. Like I have all the skills to uh, like my, my I, I started doing websites way back in 94. And then I saw the split coming to where if you're a computer guy, you do back end stuff and programming and the front end people would be design people. So I picked the back end. Because uh, I can't visualize things in my head, mm. but I can like visualize, I can like imagine a database in my head and, and like see software in my head and how it runs. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm, I'm, that's something. I got diagnosed high, extremely high functioning autistic. So I see kind of patterns and connections between things that like a lot of people don't see. And I, I see details other people miss, but then there's some common sense things that don't make sense to me, don't make sense to me like, like normal stuff. I think that's, that's pretty awesome actually that like that you found your positives in the negatives right yeah. and you're harnessing what you can do and really turn it into a superpower yeah so I, so i'm starting to build a team of these experts from all over the world and i want to get back to doing websites and then i i'm looking into different certifications i could get like the google uh, marketing e-commerce certification and things like that but yeah, I, I know learning marketing is going to be a long process. It's not like a lot of these people on the internet say, oh, take my course, you'll learn marketing in five days. That's a bunch of BS. It's going to take a good year or two years to learn marketing. Yeah, um, one of my uh, close friends, he's actually at the Funnel Hackers Live um, yeah. conference right now. Oh, and cool. Learning how to uh, like do more with, with marketing and how to re-engage people on different websites and kind of track them around the web and kind of keep them in their like web yeah building sales funnels and things like yeah. that i've been learning about that too i, I actually watched that uh click funnels uh, seminar for four days okay that, and that's learned some interesting thing. things from there and I'm, i I read one of russell's books too and i'm like oh marketing is actually not as complex as software development it's just different i was always afraid to learn marketing because it, it's not like black and white like computers mm -hmm. so it wouldn't make sense to me in my mind but i, I realized there's a system behind it you learn the system well it's like anything in the world there's a system of rules and patterns behind anything and you learn those and then you can get good at whatever it is yeah um so um what what are some of the like companies that you've worked for or projects that you've worked on that you're super proud of a long time ago um let's see well actually the one i have kept in touch with um there's a little company called grand Rapids chair started uh, mid 90s he was one of my he was my second client first client was a guy called turn four racing collectibles um yeah i was 16 he came I, I did a website for the ffa chapter in caledonia okay he came to their toy show and he's like oh could you do a website for me i'm like oh sure that sounds good and i i did one i taught him how to update it and then he figured out how to get people to his website. And so he started selling more racing collectibles. He was able to quit his job, buy a trailer, and he lived his dream of traveling around to different races around the country and selling yeah. collectibles. And he was happy as heck, man. Imagine when you were 16, so we're still trying to figure yeah. out your age. But um, <laughs> uh, when you're 16, um, I'm sure that like 
having a website was more of a uncommon thing oh, than yeah, it is yeah. today. Like not many nowadays. people knew how to do it or yeah. uh, knew how to build websites, and not many businesses had them. But what got you into it, like initially? Well, so the thing was, I my dream was to be like a physicist or a scientist, and uh, then the internet. Uh, I saw the internet evolve, and I'm like, wow, this is the greatest thing ever invented. You can talk to people anywhere you want from all over the world, and uh, the web got invented. And I'm like, well, this is really great. I'm going to learn how to do this. So I took independent study in high school and uh, taught myself how to do websites. And uh, like I said, I did that guy for the racing collectible store, then did one for his boss who owned Grand Rapids Chair. I saw them grow from a uh, small company in a small shop. Now they got a huge building in Byron Center and like 500 employees. And my friend Dave Miller, he's retired now. Um, Yeah, he was real, real good guy, Dave Miller. Uh, a lot of inspiration to me. He gave me the best, some of the best advice when I was young. He said, you want to make a lot of money, you learn marketing and accounting. And uh, I've, of course, being young, I ignored that device, yeah. that advice uh, because I was like, oh, I can't learn marketing. This computer stuff's easy and it makes sense for me. I'm just going to learn that in development. And then now, uh, now many years later, I, I realized I do got to learn marketing and sales and things like that. Uh, Dave, I wish I would have listened to you, right? Oh, like- yeah. Yeah. I, I call him up and say, hey, I wish I would have listened to you, but I, I saw him grow his company from a little small company to this huge, huge business. That's really cool. Um, when when I first started getting into the computers um, was when AOL would actually charge by the minute. Yeah, and, I remember uh, that. I remember racking up a pretty big bill, and uh, I had some pretty unhappy parents when uh, they got that. So, yeah. Um, come a long way right yeah or you or you'd be on the internet and then be like i gotta use the phone they're like hang up the darn phone yeah i could imagine going back and oh yeah having that's to do crazy dial man up having to do dial up and everything and i recently tried a new internet provider and it was like 50 megs uh download yeah. and 20 up and i'm like this is slow yeah because like, I, got, I got fiber at my uh my place and you can get a gigabit connection really but okay. I see no difference between a 300 megabit and a gigabit connection for home use. Okay. And you're pretty happy with that. Yeah. Okay. I'm the only one in the house, so. Okay. So if you could, um, besides the uh, Dave Miller advice, but if you could go back and talk to your 18-year-old self, like what's one thing that you would have said um, you should do differently or focus on? I would say, uh, well, yeah, definitely learn the uh, learn the sales, marketing, and accounting. In the, uh, well, accounting's easy for me, but learn the sales and marketing. Learn the people skills. Because when I was young, I didn't like people because I was bullied all through high school because I was always the weird kid being a little autistic, and I like like different stuff. But um, And so I, I grew up not liking people at all. That's why when I went on disability, I isolated myself from the world. I was ashamed of myself for going on disability and like losing my uh, website development business. And uh, I just thought all people were horrible. And that's until later I found Meetup and I realized there are a lot of good people out there. I was just meeting the wrong people. So I created a place to meet the right people. I I meet all these wonderful people. I talk to a couple hundred wonderful people every week now. Yeah. All over the world. You you have friends all over the world. And earlier you said you would like to live in a place where you have friends, but really that, that could be anywhere for you. Yeah, I know. Now, now kind of the dream is I have these groups and places all over the world I'd like to uh, make enough money doing web development to kind of, kind of. I, I run, I run all my groups as like a nonprofit. It's, it's not, not a five hundred one c three. No, no one, don't get that mistake. It's, I run it as not for profit. It costs me more than I, I get from it. Yeah. But I get a lot. I, I get purpose in life, and I get a lot of friends. I help a lot of people. But now the dream is to uh, be able to uh, visit all these different cities the groups are in and see those people, and then we document it and put it on YouTube. 
just got to figure out how to make the money doing website development. But yeah, do you do you have a YouTube channel? Yeah, we got a small one uh, for International Friend Connection, um, small YouTube channel with some testimonials from members, and then like uh, shows my speech at the Meetup 20th Anniversary Party in Manhattan. I'll I was, check that I was out. The, yeah, I was the only organizer in the whole world picked to speak, so I flew to Manhattan. Gave a speech in, with a, on top of the roof, on a rooftop bar in Manhattan view of Empire State Building. Mm. How do you prepare for that? Like, I, I'm not the best at speaking well, in they, front they of people. Said, they said not to prepare, just uh, just speak oh. from the heart. And they said, you got about three minutes. So the uh, the CEO spoke, the whole company. Yeah. And uh, then I spoke for a couple minutes. And then the founder spoke. And that, that was the only people that spoke. How do you feel after? A couple hundred fired people. up or like? Yeah, fired. I was, I was shook the whole time. Okay. But it was tough. So um, what's like one thing that I didn't ask you that you wish maybe I would have? Oh, um, let's see. Not really. We kind of covered it. So I, I unofficially kind of volunteer for Meetup as an organizer mentor. So if you want to start a group in Grand Rapids or, or, or find out more about Meetup, um, you can contact me. Or if you start a group, I can hook you up with the other uh, mentors. Uh, there's some of the best Meetup organizers in the world, and you can find out how to really grow your groups and things like that. So tell me a little bit about Meetup. Like, so that's an app. Yeah. Yep. It's a website and an app. Okay. And somebody can go on there and search for uh, yeah, you groups. Search, and you put in your city, you search for local events, and uh, they've been in business 20 years. Um, just had their 20th anniversary. That's why I was at the uh, party. And so they've always been a real altruistic company, um, and they've ha- they've had a lot of hard times in recent years. Uh, with COVID and things like that, taking away uh, in-person events, but they were pivoted to add on virtual events and now they're back to in-person events and the company is doing really good now. Uh, I know uh, Gwen, one of the VPs, I, I, I send email back and forth with David Siegel, the CEO, once in a while. Yeah. I was on their podcast a couple of years ago and we kind of became friends. L- little little bit, not too much, but a little bit. Yeah, we'll take it, right? But uh, it's cool. Uh, yeah, he's a cool guy, and, and uh, Gwen and the other people at Meetup are real cool guys, and they, they just want to do good for the world, and so they're trying to figure out how to do good for the world and make a profit. And us organizers, a lot of people don't realize, we pay Meetup every month to have these groups. Really? A basic organizer subscription is about $200 a year. You can run three groups. So, like, my friend Stephanie uh, runs a real popular group, West Michigan Out and About, and, uh, like, we pay to re- run these groups just because we want Grand Rapids to be the best place to live, and we want people to have a lot of friends. Like, anybody can come to my group. I'll help you make more friends than you've had uh, your entire life. We got a 30s and 40s group, 20s and 30s group. We're trying to get started. It's hard to get young people out in Grand Rapids. It's weird because it's not on the east side of the state. Then we got a uh, West Michigan out and about. Uh, mostly, I don't want well, mostly people like 40 plus go to that group. Okay. Um, so on meetup, can somebody go into the app and find groups specifically that you are hosting or? Oh yeah. Yeah. If you want to find my groups, um, you can go into Google, say international friend connection and meetup or West Michigan geeks and meetup. And that will, that will come right up. Um, if you search in grand rapids, uh, you'll see some of our events pop up. Usually you can, you search on meetup. Uh, you can search either for events or for groups. Cool. Well, David, um, I really appreciate you coming in today and um, sharing what you're doing with the world and me specifically. And uh, I really admire like how you're helping other people uh, conquer social anxiety. And I hope somebody um, gains something from watching this and learning from you today. So I appreciate you coming in yeah, today. Yeah, thank you very much. Really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. And I'm grateful for all the Things you do, like you've run Grand Rapids Informed, and uh, I was I was impressed with that because it's seventy thousand people, 
and uh, like you've let me put my events there, and it's gotten a few more people out to my events that wouldn't know awesome. about it. So I'm glad I could help and contribute in any small way. And um, thanks for coming to our, our breakfast meetup, and it's it's been good to know you. And yeah, and we got a new uh, business networking group on Meetup Grand Rapids Informed Business Networking. Okay, uh, yeah. And uh, Mike's doing the morning uh, breakfast. We might add another event in the evening with some people. We'll see about that. Keep but you busy, right? Just want to kind of keep it a group where kind of everybody looks out for each other. I like it. So thanks again, David. And uh, to, to anyone watching, please uh, subscribe and like our YouTube channel and check out David's while you're at it. Thank you. Thank you.